start off my first personal podcast. None of them really fit, so here we are. So, you may call me Maeve, and this is Maeve Reviews Things that he enjoys, I guess. And, well, to start off today, I thought that I would review Dragon Age Origins. So, Dragon Age Origins is a game that I played... Well, I played it recently. I can't remember the last time I played it. it the first time I played it. It was... I've played it... I played it a few years back. It was originally released in 2009, and it is classified as a dark RPG. I don't like classifying things as RPGs due to the fact that, well, with the term role-playing is just a, is a very umbrella term because it can be any game, really, where you control the main character because you could be playing their role, even if you do not get choices. Of course, it's synonymous with the idea that you get choices, but, well, you don't have to. Anyway, so the game is about you playing as a Grey Warden from one of, I think, well, a bunch of different backgrounds as a human noble, Dalish elf, city elf, dwarven uh, commoner, dwarven nobleman, uh, human mage, and elf mage, because dwarves can't be mages. And each one of these origins you play through, and your choices will impact the rest of the story a little. They didn't make it much because, well, it'd be hard, I guess. Well, anyway. So, yeah. All of these and all of these origins end badly with you somehow either getting the blight or committing a crime in the warden and a grey warden named Duncan being right there and recruiting you for the wardens. So you go with him to Ostagar, to the ruins of Ostagar, because there's a blight brewing in the south of Ferelden, which is the country you're currently in. And the blight is essentially the forces of darkness trying to take over the world. It's interesting. So you get there, you meet one you meet one of the companions and two other disposable characters who die by the time you leave the area permanently. Um so yeah, you meet Alistair, who is everyone's uh favorite character cuz he's dumb not because he's dumb, no. Um <laughs> he is an idiot sometimes. He is just Everyone likes him because he's a quote-unquote romantic. I don't know, I've never really played through his romance. It's just not my style, really. Like, the idea of his romance is cool enough. It's just he's never engaged with me on that kind of level. Anyway, so yeah, um, you also meet Morrigan at one point, who's another companion who romance I have gone through, and I'd say is fairly romantic, but, like, 
given the way that Morrigan is, it's not. Um, so yeah, and then you should probably stop listening if you don't want spoilers for the game. I should probably have prefaced this episode with that, but like, I didn't. So, haha. Anyway, so you you have to go collect blood for the joining. And so you go out, you collect Darkspawn blood, which is poison, by the way. Uh, yeah, so basically you go collect some poison and then uh, he they put it in a special cup and you drink it. And the first guy, disposable character number one, whose name I can't remember. Uh, let's call him Steven. I know the other one's name is Jory, but I have no idea what Steven's name actually is. So Steven drinks from it. It's poison, and uh, there's a chance you survive, but there's also the chance that you just immediately die. So he dies, and then Jor- so Jory is just like, I don't want to deal with this. Like, oh my god, that man just poison just poisons himself. I I have a wife and child. I can't go through with this. So you know, Duncan's response is to you know say, if you don't drink this, I'll stab you. And he's like, I'm not drinking it. So he gets stabbed and just kind of bleeds out in front of your eyes and then you drink from the uh beautiful beautiful low-rendered goblet from this 2009 game and then you convulse and pass out it's it's quite lovely truly lovely um and then from there you have to put together a crew to stop the blight which yeah i'm not going to go over the whole like, what you do to stop the blight, because it's just kind of spoilery and you should do it yourself. But along the way, you recruit companions. There's been Alistair and Morrigan, as I said. There's also Dog, who you cure, who is a dog, but you can name yourself. Name your dog Gushy. That's the best name for your dog. Trust me, I'm a mechanic. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah... You save him. You cure him of the blight, which is apparently possible in animals, but not in humans, because no one's been fixing that. And it's just kind. Of, it's a fact that's glossed over for like the rest of the game and all of the rest of the Dragon Age series. The fact that that one time you cured a dog of the blight. I don't actually. I'm not sure if you cured him of the blight or if like you boosted his immune system so he didn't get the blight in the first place. Um, or maybe he just never had it and he was just injured. Um, that's, well, no, he did have something that required this flower that you went and got. So yeah, he imprints on you, and because he's a Mabari, and Mabaris are fucking the best. Uh, so, imprinting is basically where they just designate you as their master, and they'll do anything for you. Um, and then, who else have we got? Uh, the next companion that you will probably get is Liliana, a sister who... Think she's been sent by uh, God to aid you on your quest. Uh, apart from that, she's a surprisingly sane character and has her and she's so popular that she got her own DLC, which is actually quite fun to play through. I quite liked it. Uh, it's called Liliana's Song, and like it does kind of make things kind of weird when she says that she did all this stuff in Olay, but because they only rendered stuff in Dragon Age origins in um Ferelden, everything's happening in Ferelden, and it seems like she's lying to you despite the fact that she was like oh i'll tell you the truth about these things it all happened in Olay, but uh then it didn't it all happened in denerim which 
I guess that they were reusing assets, but like, come on, you, you already made me buy an extra DLC. Can't you put some work into it to make it so that uh, it's on Olay like she said it was? I think in canon it's in Olay, and the DLC was just kind of, here, have a look at what happened. But if it was in Frelden, eh? Anyway, uh, so yeah, she's nice. She has... She's probably my favorite romance because she's nice and she's sweet and yeah. I've got a crush on the scary assassin lady. Well, she's not scary in the first game, so it's fine, probably. Anyway, um, yeah, and you have, yeah, anyway, uh, the next companion that you get is Sten. Now, Sten is a Kunari from Seh... Wait, are they from Saharan or is... Oh, oh no, it's Parvolan, it's Parvolan. He's from Parvolan, and he was sent by the Arishok to find out what a Blight is. Which is something that, because of the way he speaks, it's hard to, like, directly get if he did whatever. Anyway, so here you find him locked up in a cage because he murdered an entire family because he was angry because he lost uh, what he believed is basically his soul, which is reasonable when you think about it. Don't think about it too hard. It's a religious thing. You can never think about religion too hard. <laughs> I'm already shitting on religions. The only good religion is the religion of Aaron Jesus, and I pray to him every night. Um... Let's see, what other companions do you get? Uh, you also... There's Zevran, an assassin from Antiva, which I... I like... He's, a, he's, he's funny. And that's... That's really all I can say about him. He just kind of flirts with you a lot and is hilarious when he's talking to the other companions. Uh, there's Wynne, who is the kind grandmother of the group, and no matter who you get into a romance with, she shits on it at first, and then later is like, oh, wait, no, you're actually in love with each other, I'm sorry. And you have to be like, yeah, it's okay, or like, fuck you, I told you we could work. Uh, but yeah, you meet her in the Circle Tower, uh, as it's being invaded by abominations and demons. Great first meeting. Well, actually, wait, no. Technically, you can meet her in the um, at Ostagar. She's just kind of standing there as an NPC that you can talk to, like, once. And you don't think she's important at, like, all. But hey, turns out, she is. And, yeah. Definitely one of my favorite characters right there. Um, there's also Ogdron. He's, uh... Interesting. He's a drunken, an alcoholic dwarf from Orzammar, who you meet when you go and try and uh, get his wife, Paragon Branca, to determine who should be king. And uh, she's batshit insane. And tries to murder you. Well, I mean, she can try and murder you. You can also make the choice to side with her, which uh, is... A complex moral choice, because it's what's better, a lot of people dying and you being on the high moral ground, or, like, less people dying 
people being sold into servitude and slight advancements in your army, I guess. I like the idea of siding with Bronco. It's just Bronco is a fucking dick. Anyway, so yeah, after that, uh, Ogdrin comes to the surface with you to fight with you because he just can't deal with being in Orzammar anymore and everyone down there hates him because he's a drunken fighter with anger issues. So, yeah. And the final companion in Dragon Age Origins, you can only get from DLC. And she is Shale, and she's a golem who was once a dwarf, because that's how golems work, and uh, she's my favorite, because she takes no one's shit, and, uh, well, I mean, she hates birds, because, uh, basically, you find her locked in statue form in front of a tower, um, after buying a rod from some good dude to activate her, and, like, she's been standing there for a few decades, and, well... She's been shot on by birds the entire time, so she just fucking hates birds. It is like half of her personality is just she fucking hates these things. Uh, but yeah. Uh, you can get a bunch of DLCs for Dragon Age Origins. I personally have not played through them all. I've only played Liliana's Song and a bit of Awakening. I've played most of Awakening, which was... I, I quite liked Awakening. It has its own, like, cast of um... followers and companions. I liked the bit where you have to choose between Amaranthian City and Vigil Keep as which one will survive. That was a complex moral decision that my computer conked out of when I was deciding, uh, and I chose to just let the city burn and save Vigil Keep, because the Keep's way more important, and, uh, they're all probably sick from the Blight anyway. So yeah, that was a thing. A, a great thing. Um, so, yeah. That was my really shitty review of the first Dragon Age game. Uh, well, I should probably talk for the next few bit. I'd, I'd like to get this to a good, reasonable length. Uh, I, I, I know what I'll do. I'll talk a little about myself. So basically, I'm Maeve. I, I'm looking at uni. I've decided to start making this podcast for two reasons. One is I have shit all to do, so I might as well make one of these a week and review whatever I've been doing, a game that I've been playing for the past fucking week. Next week is, I think, going to be Dead Cells. I've been playing a lot of Dead Cells, or maybe Risk of Rain 2. Who knows, or maybe I'll review a book, or a fan fiction, or something. Um, And the second reason is that I try to get my group to make my friends to make a podcast with me and it's just oh my god they cannot show up we got two recordings done as practices and after that i've been trying and trying and trying and trying to get them to show up but they won't um so yeah anyway i have like interests in video games i quite like games with uh that are heavy on story 
and have meaningful choices. Um, I like fantasy and sci-fi kind of shit. Modern shit, it's only okay if mixed with one of those. I hate time travel unless it's executed perfectly, like in the beautiful book, The Time Traveler's Wife. That is an amazing, amazing book about time travel. And, like, what a realistic, oh, no, not realistic time travel, but, like, realistic that he's, how the way he's dealing with this time travel he doesn't, that it's kind of been forced upon him. Um, but, yeah. I guess I'll kind of just cut it here. I'm trying to make these longer with better views in the next few episodes, but this has been Maeve Reviews a thing that he likes. It'll probably be just called Maeve Reviews, but thanks. I hope you all enjoyed, and if you wish to contact me, I guess comments or whatever is probably going to be the best way until I see like a decent amount of viewers, and then I'll probably make a Twitter. And then, yeah, we'll see where we go. Thank you, uh, beautiful people who decided to listen to this. You've been great. Ta-ta.